Finding Purpose, The Song of My Life, Era 2, Episode 71, A Message to Muti, and God's Threefold Purpose. Welcome back, friends. In the last episode, I tried to give you the feeling of our lives intruding. On a Saturday morning, Thomas would be out flying a kite with the children in a field. Then after lunch, he would be back in our room making a tape to my family. What stood out the most to me in that last recording was his comments about eternity. He said, We are praying for you and know we are going to spend eternity together. That blows my mind that we really have eternal life. We are pilgrims and strangers here. The love that we have as a family, it's a reality that is never going to stop. We will always be together in Him. That was a spontaneous thought he had while expressing his love and appreciation to my parents. It could also be that the subject was on his mind because he had recently lost his own father. He had hoped to have more time with him after returning from California. He would have loved for his dad to have seen his second granddaughter. Now, 47 years later, I realized that, listening to that tape, Mary, my mother, my father Harold, and Thomas have already gone on to their heavenly home. Thomas had told them that he was amazed at the reality that our life will never end. Something that reminded me of this truth is the story in the Gospel of Luke from the 10th chapter. Just this week, my granddaughter and I were doing a Bible study, and this was our first lesson. Jesus and the disciples stop in at the family home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Two things are taking place. A meal is being served to the guests, and Jesus is talking to them about the kingdom of God. One sister only has a mind for the practical responsibilities. The other one sits and listens intently to what Jesus is teaching. Jesus says that Mary has chosen the better part, that which will never be taken away. The truth of his words will never pass away for those who know and love him. It was also nice to hear how Thomas was looking forward to my family coming to visit us in Munich. My parents were planning on going to West Berlin to see Nadia too. A special relationship had grown between our parents since the summer of 1970 when my sister and I were there. As you have heard in past episodes, I also told about Nadia's visit to California in 74 when she stayed at my parents' home. So much healing through forgiveness had taken place in all of our hearts. It was something unique that truly united us. A few weeks later, Thomas was making a recording to his mother. He always tried to redeem the time, whether he was on the train, writing letters, or even during his lunch break at work. He had a way of weaving his daily experiences into a tapestry that displayed the beauty of God's heart towards his people. This brings me to the topic of the following recording that I have heard now for the first time. I enjoy the fact that it is easy for me to understand and I'm able to translate his German. Thomas was working for a small company doing Notensetzen, meaning to set the notes in place. Before the days of computer, the sheet music was done by hand. 
I never actually had the opportunity to see him work, but this is how he explained it. Black music notes and cymbals are on a sheet of clear plastic. For each melody, the notes would be set in its place and then rubbed off onto the page. He had studied music theory, growing up playing the trumpet. Sometimes he wrote sheet music for his own songs, so he was familiar with the process. He enjoyed his job, but the drawback was that he had two hours of travel time each day. This particular tape he made during his lunch break. This meant that he had transported the tape recorder in his briefcase. He tells Nadia that he has a thermos of tea because he doesn't drink coffee and has two delicious sandwiches, one with lunch meat and the other American style with avocado and lettuce. He said that he had so much appreciation for the sisters who work in the kitchen, saying they make great meals, even though the food budget was limited. Then he responds to his mother's letter about all of the family birthdays coming up in the month of March. She asks him what he would like for his 24th birthday. He tells her it depends on what she was thinking of, but he could use a new Bible. His recording gives you some more insight into their relationship. It had been exactly two years since she had given her life to Jesus in California. They had both come a long way because they had not grown up with the Christian faith. Now she was going to a Baptist church and he had met some of her friends. She liked to discuss the sermons with him and had questions about the prayer group she went to. Here is an excerpt of his message in German. Afterwards, I will give you the translation. Imagine him sitting in a park in Munich with our little black tape recorder from Living Waters. There is snow on the ground. You can hear some children playing while he is intently talking. What he wanted to tell her was so important that he had prepared some notes. Guten Tag, Mutti. Hier ist Thomas. Ich sitze im Sonnenschein. Es ist ein wunderschöner Tag heute, Donnerstag. Nachmittag ist meine Mittagspause. Ich habe einen kleinen Spaziergang gemacht und sitze hier in einem kleinen Park. Schnee ist immer noch auf, den, auf der Erde und es ist eigentlich ziemlich grell. Ich sitze hier und will also endlich dieses Band abschicken. Ich habe heute Morgen schon mal versucht, aber es war nicht so recht. Hoffentlich klappt es diesmal. <lacht> Leider kommt das Band nicht mehr vor Samstag an. Ich hätte ganz gern gewollt, dass du das noch hören könntest, weil du mich doch besonders gefragt hast, wegen irgendwelcher Anstöße für eure Gebetsgemeinschaft. Aber ich nehme sicher an, dass er noch mehr Gebetsgemeinschaften haben werde. Und es ist, <lacht> ist nicht so schlimm. Das ist übrigens bin ich sehr froh darüber, Mutti, dass du in die Gebetsgemeinschaft da reingehst. Das ist so, solch eine Fülle wirst du da erfahren. Ich weiß jedes Mal, wenn Christine und ich, wenn wir, wenn wir Gebetsgemeinschaft hatten, wirklich einen Tag beiseite gelegt haben oder ein bisschen mehr Zeit als die gewöhnliche Viertelstunde oder 20 Minuten, aber ein bisschen Zeit beiseite gelegt haben, das, das wirklich ein Segen war. Es ist eine richtige, richtige Reinigung findet statt. 
kommt in die Gegenwart Gottes und Schicht für Schicht fallen alle weltlichen Dinge, weltlich in dem Sinne, dass sie alltäglich sind, die fallen alle mehr und mehr weg und es geht wirklich, es geht wirklich ins Herz. Ich nach und nach, da kommen wirklich Gebete hervor, die, die nicht von unserem Verstand mehr sind, nicht irgendwelche, wir können ja nicht dauern, immer nur für Omi und Omis und Tanten und Verwandten und dies und das beten, aber irgendwann mal fängt der Heilige Geist wirklich an aufzuzeigen, was wirklich Gottes Wille ist, wofür, wofür wir beten sollen. Und äh, wir sind jedes Mal so gesegnet worden. Und jedes Mal sind wir ein bisschen verändert worden. Wir andere Menschen geworden. Das ist Herr, was wir zu oft machen. Das ist die Glocke im Hintergrund. Um, Halleluja. Jesus ist so wunderbar, Mutti. So wunderbar. Es geht uns wirklich gut allen noch hier. Endlich. Es scheint nach einem langen Winter. Jetzt kommen wir wieder in grünere, grünere Flächen. Good day, Mutti. It's a beautiful day and I'm sitting in the sun. Today is Thursday, the 12th of February. I just took a short walk. There is still snow on the ground and the sky is really bright. I hope I can finish the tape today so you can receive it by Saturday, but that probably won't be possible. You wrote to me that there have been some problems in your prayer group, but I assume that whatever I share will still apply to your future meetings. By the way, I am really happy that you are a part of a prayer fellowship. There is such a richness that you can experience together. I know every time when Christine and I take a special day, aside from our normal routine of 15 minutes, it's such a blessing. A real purification takes place in our hearts when we come into the presence of the Lord. Gradually, our concerns about the things of the world fall away. Ah, you can hear the church bell. The Holy Spirit shows us more things to pray for other than just the usual requests. Every time it changes us. Hallelujah. Jesus is so wonderful. We are doing really good here. It seems after a long winter, we are coming into some green patches. In this following excerpt, a lot of what Thomas is sharing are things that we had been talking about in our house meetings. We reminded ourselves of the reason we had moved to Germany in the first place. We didn't want to get bogged down with all the work and forget what was the most important thing to the Lord. Ich habe mir da drei Punkte habe ich mir aufgeschrieben. Drei grundsätzliche Punkte, die ich, die ich mit de, mit denen ich mit dir darüber sprechen wollte. Und es können vielleicht Anstöße sein. Wirklich Ziele, denen man im Gebet nacheilen kann. Und wirklich vielleicht neue Blickpunkte sind in, in deinem Leben auch. Ich weiß, so geht es mir auch, dass ich, dass ich mein Leben richtet sich immer aus. Nicht jedes Mal bringt Gott mir was Neues vor. Dann, dann ist es wie ein, wie ein neuer Blickpunkt, wie ein neuer Weg, dem ich dann nach, nachgehe. Gott ist nie derselbe. Es ist wie ein, wie ein Abenteuer. Ich habe dir ja schon mal gesagt. So 
so fühle ich, so fühl ich mich auch wie ein Abenteurer. Es ist immer wieder neu. Und klar, es kommen immer Punkte, wo man gerne zum Stillstand kommen möchte oder wo es schwieriger wird, abzugeben, etwas abzugeben. Besonders, wenn es ziemlich grundsätzliche Dinge sind. Am Anfang, wenn man zu Jesus kommt, da ist es ja ziemlich leicht, alles Mögliche abzugeben. Alte Bücher und alte Bekanntschaften und alles, alte Redewendungen. Und dann geht es schon ein bisschen tiefer. Und dann nach und nach muss man tiefe Gewohnheiten abgeben, Ideen. Und dann später noch tiefer geht es zu Grundprinzipien und ähm, Anschauungen, mit denen man aufgewachsen ist. Stell dir mal vor, wenn unser ganzes Leben von klein auf, wenn wir in, in der Bibellehre erzogen worden wären, wenn unser ganzes Weltbild, unsere ganze, unser ganzes Wissen, ich spreche jetzt nicht von, von der Technik und all dem, den Kram, aber wenn unser ganzes Wissen, wenn es auf der Bibel aufgebaut worden wäre, wie anders würden wir jetzt denken? Es scheint, als ob Gott so ein großes Werk tun muss, um uns erstmal richtig durch und durch zu bekehren. Gewiss, wir sind gerettet und wir kennen ihn. Aber in so vielen Dingen, da sind wir immer noch die alten Menschen. Und Gott verändert uns Stück für Stück, dass wir wirklich darin reinwachsen, wie die Kinder. Um, jedenfalls drei Punkte hatte ich da, hatte ich mir gemerkt. Und zwar ist es das Werk Gottes, das er, das er tut. Gottes Ziel, Gottes Aufgabe mit uns. Und es scheint mir, als ob da drei Punkte, drei grundsätzliche Punkte sind, die, der, die Gott hier auf Erden hat. Einmal ist es das Werk in uns persönlich. In jedem Einzelnen von uns persönlich tut Gott ein Werk von von der Zeit, wo wir wiedergeboren sind, von dort an, wo er uns die Macht gibt, seine Söhne und Töchter zu werden, da fängt die persönliche Arbeit Gottes in unserem Herzen an. Es hat nichts mit anderen Menschen zu tun, es hat nichts mit der Gemeinde zu tun, es hat nichts mit dem Evangelium zu tun. Es ist eine persönliche Beziehung zwischen mir und meinem Vater. Die Beziehung, die muss sich entwickeln. Ich muss ihn kennenlernen. Ich kann mich nicht darauf verlassen, dass andere ihn kennen. Ich kann mich nicht darauf verlassen, dass die Gemeinde ihn kennt. Es ist ein rein persönliches Werk zwischen mir und meinem Vater, das sich vertieft und vertieft. Und ein bisschen später gehe ich noch näher darauf nochmal ein. Der zweite Punkt ist das Werk in der Gemeinde. Neben dem persönlichen Werk hat Gott eine Aufgabe für uns im Zusammenschmelzen, dass wir als ein Leib, als eine Gemeinde dastehen vor ihm, als seine Braut, fleckenlos und ohne Runzeln. Das ist das zweite Werk, was Gott tut hier auf Erden, dass er jeden Einzelnen von uns nimmt und zusammenschweißt und fügt und vereinigt. Und das ist ein weiteres Ziel, was selbstverständlich mit dem ersten Punkt zusammenhängt, aber was ein anderer Aspekt und einen anderen Schwerpunkt hat. Und der dritte grundsätzliche Schwerpunkt ist 
das Werk in dieser Welt, das Predigen des Evangeliums. Darum sind wir hier in dieser Welt, weil die Menschen gerettet werden müssen. Gott will nicht, dass einer in die Hölle geht. Gott will nicht, dass einer verloren wird. Gott will, dass alle gerettet werden. Und wie können, sie, und wie können die Leute das Evangelium hören, wenn es nicht gepredigt wird? Und alle diese drei Punkte, diese drei Schwerpunkte, die hängen in einer wunderbaren Weise zusammen. I have written three basic points down that I would like to share with you. Hopefully you will not find this too extreme or intimidating. These are three goals along with prayer that you can learn to pursue. That's how it is for me. God shows me different points of view that are important. It's like an adventure. He's always showing me new things. Of course, sometimes it's hard to give up my old ways. In the beginning, when we start walking with Jesus, it's simple and easy. We give up our old books, our old friends, and our ways of walking and talking. Then it starts going deeper, gradually giving up old habits, basic principles, and the view that we grew up with. Imagine what it would be like if when we were little, we had learned the teachings of the Bible. Our complete worldview, our knowledge, I don't mean about technical things, but if our understanding about life had been built on the Bible, we would think now so differently. It seems like God has to do a big work in us to change us completely. Yes, we are saved and we know him, but in so many areas, we are still like that old person. God changes us bit by bit so that we grow up like children do. Anyway, I have written down three points. First of all, it is God's work. It seems to me he has three basic purposes for us on this earth. First of all, it is what he is doing in each one of us personally. Since the time when we were born again and he has given us the right to become his sons and daughters, that's when the personal work of God in our hearts begins. It has nothing to do with other people, not with the church, and it's not about the gospel. I must get to know him. I cannot depend on others. It's purely a relationship between my father and I that grows deeper and deeper. The second point is the work in the church. Besides the individual growth, he has a desire to bring us together as one body that stands before him as his bride, perfect and without blemish. This is the second work that God does on the earth. He unites us with other believers. Of course, this goal is part of the first point, just another aspect. The third point is the emphasis on the preaching of the gospel in this world. That is why we are here. God does not want anyone to be lost or go to hell. He wants that everyone be saved. But how can they hear the gospel if it is not preached to them? All of these three aspects belong together and give us understanding of God's purposes. Thomas continues then, talking personally to his mother, saying that God is enlarging your heart. In the Lord, you are a virtuous woman and you have an important place in the church. You are a sister with a giving and humble heart and have many more gifts to discover. He reminds her that the days are short and that she should take courage in sharing her faith. 
He says that in Germany, the economy and culture is crumbling, so she should not be afraid to tell people that her hope is in Jesus. He closed the tape with these words. Schau auf zum Herrn mit den Freude in ihm. Ich hab dich sehr lieb, Christine auch. Und die Kinderchen, deine Enkel. <lacht> Wendy, du bist ein lieber Kerl. Um, ich sage einfach Tschüss. Und grüße auch deine Gemeinde recht herzlich. All die Schwestern besonders, die ich kenne. Und uh, der Herr sei mit dir. Halleluja, I'm walking with the King. Praise his holy name. I'm walking with the King. Oh, hallelujah. Look up to the Lord, Butti, and rejoice. I love you so much, and so do your grandchildren. Mutti, you are so precious. I'll say goodbye for now. Greet your church and the sisters I met there. The Lord be with you. And then he sings the song that she also knew from her stay at the Living Waters Ranch. Hallelujah, I'm walking with the King. Now for my closing today. In one part of Thomas's recording, he says to his mother, Sorry if I sound so excited. It's just because this is all from the Word of God. And now I tend to think, without his knowledge of the future at that time, these were opportunities for him to practice preaching. It's interesting to consider that he mailed the tape off to Berlin the next day and never heard it again. But for sure his mom, sitting in her new apartment, listened to it a few times and prayed that the Lord would give her courage. She often felt shy and incapable of sharing the gospel, even though she knew that Jesus had given her a new life. I can really understand that because I have often struggled with the same insecurities. So let's pray that God helps each one of us to be open, to know him and to follow his leading. Bye for now, friends.